When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Emma G podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am so thrilled to be able to say that my guest on this episode of the show is Dr. Dennis Gross. And I'm thrilled because Dr. Gross is based in New York, so to be able to get the chance to actually sit down with him for an hour during his time in London uh, for a proper beauty chat was a real, real treat and gave me an opportunity to fangirl quite hard at him about his products. He was over in London to launch some some new products into Selfridges and it was a brilliant opportunity to chat about lots of things including his hero product, the Alpha Beta Peel, but also pick his brains about all things skincare. So have you ever started using a product, seen incredible results and then felt as though it stops working? Or perhaps you splashed out on some skincare and thought, meh, didn't do what it said on the packet. Well, I asked Dr. Gross what that's all about, and his answers are, as you would expect from one of the world's leading authorities on skin, brilliant. We also tackle the topic of ageing, how to look after your skin as we age, the sorts of ingredients you should be looking for and using, as well as how and when to use them. He describes himself, as you will hear in the show, as a dermatologist and scientist. And let's face it, skincare can get quite sciencey, and as a result, can feel somewhat complicated. What I loved about spending time with Dr. Groves was how effortlessly he simplifies the topic and gives a straight answer in a way that isn't bamboozling or confusing and makes you feel so much more informed and able to make better choices about what to use on your skin. I really adore his approach to skincare, which he explains in the show by saying, if something doesn't make you look good, then it's not working. And his goal has always been to make products that have an effect, a positive effect on the skin. He was the pioneer of the Daily Gentle Peel, no scrubs here, and continues to bring practical, easy to use and highly effective skincare to the market. This podcast also features a really important guide to checking your moles and I've included a link that takes you to his dermatology webpage if you want further reading or a bit more information on this particular topic. Those links are in the show notes on iTunes and over on emmagunawardner.com. Now, I just have to mention a teensy bit of housekeeping. I caught up with Dr. Dennis during a very busy trip and you will hear that there are a couple of interruptions and some background noise during the show, but please don't let that distract you. I'd also like to take the opportunity to say thank you to everyone who has emailed in with questions, guest requests and topics they'd like me to cover in the Ask Me Anything show that's coming up in a few weeks. There's still time to submit your questions, so if you have anything you'd like me to cover in that special edition, then email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. But for now, here he is, the one, the only, Dr. Dennis Gross. Dr. Dennis Gross, I am very excited. I'm sitting in a very comfortable chair, listeners, and Dr. Dennis Gross has got a very nice reclining reading chair, so I'm feeling feeling like a therapist, actually. I'm ready to talk. I'm, I'm in the groove here. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Thank you so much. You have a limited amount of time. You're over here in London. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you over here in London? We are launching... I have a skincare line. I'm a dermatologist in New York City, and we're launching I, our line at Selfridges here mm-hmm. in London, so I'm doing press events and doing events in the store, and I'm here to talk science and skincare and beauty and health and 
well-being. So I think one of the things about you is that to say you're an in-demand dermatologist, would you... Does dermatologists cover it? Is that how you describe yourself, by the way? Absolutely. I'm a scientist, too. Okay. I mean, I'm a, my background is I was actually a skin cancer researcher, and then I decided to um, go into dermatology, and I really still see lots of people for skin cancer. But I'm a scientist, and I develop, I have a background and an expertise in developing skincare products. And, what ha- and we don't do any advertising, and you know, we just organically have grown. And it's because the results we get are based on true science. So I think that I am a doctor, but a scientist too. Okay. This is really interesting. You just said that about advertising. So I know a lot of the listeners of the Emma G podcast are beauty fanatics. They love beauty products. They love their treatments and what have you. The people who know about you really are real fans. Uh-huh. The people who kind of have done their dig. So the, the range is uh, a skincare collection that because you don't do lots of advertising, perhaps it's not kind of hugely widely known, but my goodness, you have a cult following, mm-hmm. isn't that right? I do, absolutely, and I'm proud of it because, you know, if something doesn't make you look good, then it's not working, and a pretty box or a nice advertisement or a, gl- a beautiful, glossy model on a, on a photograph in a magazine isn't what I'm about at all. Um, I really want people to try products that make them happy and see results and so that's what that's what we invest in and we do a lot of research and that's 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 how we produce these products what's the the most rewarding part of what you do making people happy it's truly it's quite incredible and i'm so glad to hear this because in all honesty yeah i i live in a real very small world i have a, a practice in new york city i'm a dermatologist and then i do events like this but um I do recognize that people do see me as, you know, as a, as a cult follow. I have a cult following, and that, you know, we we develop products that are iconic. Um, but really, I get letters sometimes, and and I, you know, I, I was on the phone with, um, gosh, what was I doing? I was doing some sort of. I think paying a credit card, and the woman said, "Are you the Dr. Dennis Gross of the skin?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and she said, "Oh my God!" And so, and she was going on and on about this, and this was so. These are the kinds of things that I think are genuine feedback, and that really does make me happy because I think skin's a very emotional thing. Yes. Um, how one looks, um, it can make all the difference in the world. So, for me to enter into a person's life to make them um, happy and improve the quality of their life that way, wow! Can't believe it. Well, this is something I wanted to sort of unpick with you because beauty and psychology and what it must be like having people come in to see you, you know, they have these one-to-one appointments. Right. And it isn't just about, oh, hi, I would like to improve the quality of my skin. There's an emotion, there's always going to be an emotional component of the reason why they've booked that appointment. Right. How do you manage that and how, and what does, what have you learned from treating people over the years about that emotional, psychological beauty connection? That Well, first of all, the connection uh, is only growing and I, I think that um, you know in days of old to be specific a person would come in and tell me that um, this is this this I'm getting more wrinkles or my uneven skin tones are bothering my skin looks dull now many people pull out their cell phones and show a photograph you know this is a, a friend of mine took this photo of me or this is a selfie of my of the, I took of myself or this is a photograph from a Facebook page and so people are seeing photographs of themselves, and the technological world we live in now mm-hmm. has magnified how many different angles and different light sources and how many times a day one sees themselves. I mean, it's not that long ago that the only time we saw ourselves was walking past a mirror or mm-hmm. looking in front of a mirror. Now, people are seeing themselves much more often, and they can open that screen up and, and, and hone in on the lines around their eyes. And so you're actually seeing wrinkles being born. They have a birthday. And so, so the, um, the connection, the emotional connection, I think has really picked up immensely to a point where, um, you know, I think people are bothered by smaller things mm-hmm. now. And so my job is to, first of all, I must tell you right off the bat, I, I'll, very often I'll tell someone, that's something you see a lot more than the outside world does. And I act as 
uh, a reality check. And I use that word. Let me be a reality check for you. That's rude. That's not something you should be worried about, you know. And and I'm not saying that in any way to be condescending, but I think that to give them a perspective um, and saying no to, to certain cosmetic procedures is something that, as a clinician, I know that's another part of what I'm known for is that people are coming in and you can sell them a lot of stuff, to be quite honest. You know, and they, they, they look at doctors as an authority and you can really just exploit someone's insecurity or, um, or they're just being so upset and tell them they need to do something. Mm-hmm. And in fact, sometimes you're better off telling them that they shouldn't do that because it's going to make them look unnatural. It's not going to be like themselves or this problem is not as bad as you think or let's try a, a, a serum first. Mm-hmm. So it's complicated and it's a big business. Yes. And so the emotional connection, back to your point, um, is, is a lot more psychology going on mm-hmm. and you have to really help a person and be an advocate for them. That's, that's very, very interesting because it must be... Your business is doing procedures, is providing a service, but actually those people don't need them. Right. And, so, and, and getting great results means helping a person do what's appropriate. Mm. To, and the word customizing, you know, it's, its definition has changed immensely. So, you know, in, it wasn't long ago that I would say that I would, a person who, you know, from doing, if I am doing a cosmetic procedure and a person has a heart-shaped face or they have more rounded face or a square-shaped face or they don't have a, a, a chin that's, 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 that's chiseled or right. who knows what. So I used to, that was what the word customize meant. Now customizing means working with, on an individual to make something, um, to produce a, a, a plan that's appropriate, mm-hmm. you know? Now, talk to me a little bit about the word symmetry, because I've read it in some Love of the it. research. <laughs> How important is facial symmetry? I can't. This is, this is something I talk about on a regular basis. It all starts with symmetry, okay? Mm-hmm. The human eye can really detect subtle differences from side to side. Perfect symmetry is defined, in my definition, is if we, put a, if we were to take a mirror image of one side of your face and overlap it onto the other side, it would fall perfectly and your eyes would perfectly align with each other and you would have exact equalness to one side versus the other. Anytime you can correct symmetry, that is the first and foremost thing that when I have a needle in my hand, that is the number one thing I'm going to do first. If one cheekbone's lower than another, it's not that hard to equalize them. What's that? Uh, Just a little bit of A little filler. Absolutely. Because that is something, and many people don't even realize that it's, it's the asymmetry. So they come in, they want filler because they think they need it. Well, lots of times they only need it on, on one half their face, mm-hmm. you know? And the most beautiful faces in the world are the ones with perfect symmetry. So it all begins with symmetry. And once you get to the symmetry achieved, then you may decide to enhance and alter and change and increase certain things on a person's face Mm -hmm. to enhance the way their appearance. But it starts with symmetry. And how young can you be? And this leads into the point that a lot of, there's a little bit of a cult over here of people using Botox perhaps way too early. Uh Uh-huh. So if you were to be using Botox or filler or anything to make those tiny tweaks, what's an appropriate age to begin something like that? Well, you know, I think there, you, I would never start it on someone. I, there, there are women um, who are in their early 30s that may well benefit from it, in all honesty, because um, their, their expressions are such that they already are getting ingrained lines on their faces. And the sooner you soften that movement, which leads to, by wear and tear to the deepening of those lines, the less permanent those lines will be on their face. And it's predictable that the more wear and tear, um, the deeper they're going to get. So there's a lot, it's a, it's a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are, and, and a lot of it's genetics. And so if, if there's a real propensity for a person to scowl and they already have lines there, a little Botox. And, there, and there's a range of how much you can do. I mean, you can just soften the movement and prevent the line from getting worse. You can also inject so that you try to make the lines go away completely or immobilize the skin completely. I pers- And I personally, my aesthetic is... I like a little movement. I think there really should be a... People are animated. 
the, the, an expression in a person's face is part of what we connect with. Mm. You know, when we know a person is emotional, you can't express emotion unless they can really see it in their faces. So I think that, um, you know, what you want to do is you want to just find the appropriate level of control with Botox. And then there are people who come pounding on my door <laughs> when they have a little, little, little line coming back and they need more Botox or a little bit of movement. It's not my aesthetic, but if it doesn't hurt them and that's what they really want, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You know. But if they ask me to volunteer what I think is appropriate, I don't think it's, it's in their best interest and, or the best look mm-hmm. to be completely immobilized. Yeah, because there is... Um there, there is. Uh, I'm just going to mention certain reality TV franchises where um, a previous podcast guest and I were joking about the fact that you know that they're older than 20 and younger than 60, but you really don't know where between those they are. So let's talk about aging because a lot of the listeners might be using anti-aging creams. Um, let's talk about anti-aging in terms of your your range. Mm-hmm. You have a hero product. Yeah, I do. Which which is the hero product? Well, it's the Alpha Beta Peel. Yeah. yeah, that's my hero product. That was a product I developed several years back now. That actually, you know, I'm a big believer in peels. In my practice, peels are the number one quickest way to ter- to just overhaul the skin and break down. Just for the benefit of the listener who perhaps doesn't know specifically what a peel is and what it does, would you mind explaining? Sure. So. So the, what a peel does, what this, is, what this peel does, is it does two things. It removes the top layer of your oldest layer of dead, dull skin, okay? And that is something that builds up every single day. Now, you don't need to peel that deeply to keep up with that process. And that's, that's the aging process in, in the quickest way that you develop a, a, an older look is in a single day because of that layer buildup. Mm-hmm. Removing it really does brighten your look. It helps get rid of the tired look to the skin. It gives you back this radiance because now you've substituted dead skin for vibrant skin that lives below that layer. Now that comes to the surface. So it's removing the old dull layer. The second thing it does is it delivers anti-aging ingredients to that fresh layer of skin. And the reason that's so interesting and important is because younger skin that lies beneath, once, once exposed, avidly absorbs anti-aging ingredients and really responds to it in a dramatic way. So it's a win-win because you get instant results and then you sort of get more long-term benefits from the same ingredients when delivered to fresher skin. Because I think uh, for a long time, if you were talking about removing that top layer of skin in order to reveal brightness, um, you would be thinking about an exfoliator, like a physical scrub right. or something that's quite rough. Right. And I think uh, peels, I think to some people, are still a relatively new concept, but they do a very similar job without that roughness. And that was the whole breakthrough, because what I had to confront was, I, know, I don't believe in anything rough. I don't believe in harming the skin. I, don't, I believe in keeping the skin in balance. I don't like anything that makes the skin red. I don't like anything that really causes peeling, really. Mm. There's no peeling that you actually see flaking on the skin. It comes off on a pad, and it's a microscopic debris that builds up on a pad. That's your peel. Mm. But... I had to um, really go up against the beauty editors and people's imager that was that if you didn't make if you didn't impart injury by just getting red and raw that the peel couldn't be doing any good and I disagreed vehemently and proved and that's my iconic product this day where I totally transformed the industry's viewpoint on the subject because you can peel gently and you can get beautiful results without so you were, injuring. You were the pioneer of the gentle peel. I was the, the pioneer. That's right. Gentle peel. That's correct. That was my thing. Because peels used to be somebody like you with qualifications and a clean clinic would do a peel and they would be uh, more intense. That's right. And you're better off doing something regularly in a gentle way than doing something radical injuring the skin on a, on a more infrequent basis, once a week or once a month. Don't believe in that. It's, there's, there's no... The skin, like any other organ in the body, there's no organ in, your, in the human body that one can say, let's injure it, let's hurt it, so that when it heals, it comes back bigger and better than ever. It just doesn't make sense. And the, skin, the, skin is so, the skin is no different. Plus, the free radicals you generate, which are the enemy of the aging process, inflammation, the enemy to, to younger-looking skin, you don't want to do that. You want to keep the skin in balance. All the while, you're pushing it with other ingredients to respond to look better. Mm. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, these products are going to be available in Selfridges. Right. 
people will, get, will be able to get their mitts on the uh, alpha beta peel. How do they go about using it in well, their comfort of their environment? The first thing you do, the alpha, the alpha beta peel is the first thing that you do, you could use it daily, okay? That is where it all starts because that is your exfoliation, that is your brightness, that is your anti-aging, and that is, the, that is a treatment. A treatment is, is something that you now can do at home where a person comes to my office for a peel. Yes, it's going to be stronger than this retail product, but it's something that is done in multiple steps and, and uses time, and it's a process where you do, uh, you do step one, you wait two minutes, you put on a second step, and over the course of those few minutes, the skin is changing and responding. That's the first thing you do. And then the new launch here that, that's also quite popular and getting a lot of attention is the, um, the new vitamin C uh, products. And I, I'm a big believer in vitamin C. Mm. Because um, I was trying to describe this to a friend earlier and I said, your alpha beta peels are the gateway Dr. Dennis Gross drug. Right. Because you move on to something else because you also have a huge amount of other... Uh, products you have vitamin D. What's the and vitamin C is new to the UK? Is that right? That's correct. And that really was what um, that that really did it for for Selfridges and said we have to have this. This is you know I formulated products having seen seen patients on a regular basis and and listening to them and talking to them and learning with them and I had I started hearing more and more from my practice that patients would come in and there's some people who sit down and say this wrinkle's bothering me but more and more I started hearing from people who would just sit down and say my skin is looking tired and this word tired started to come up in my practice more and more. And it wasn't like something they read in an article, because this is not a commercial word. Mm. And I started to look into this and wondered what they were talking about. And what they were seeing was that it, in as little as a single day, sometimes whatever was bothering people, whatever their flaws were, be it lines or pores or wrinkles, they would, um, in, they would start to see that their skin just looks worse globally. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, I, and I did the research, that our skin does get tired. And the reason it does is because our skin needs to be recharged in that there's, there's a part of the skin cell called the mitochondria, which is a little subcellular unit in the skin cell that's responsible for making energy. And it can become depleted. It becomes depleted because of exposure to environmental pollutants or to stress or to too much alcohol or to the aging process and when that gets depleted your skin's energy level does come down and you start to look older globally and all your problems look worse so th- there's an energy complex which is my which is the newest thing i developed that are ingredients that work specifically on that battery pack, that mitochondria, to recharge the skin. I love the idea of you describing it as a battery pack. It's the honest truth. To give the skin more energy. And then I combine it with vitamin C because, to me, vitamin C, gram for gram, is, is probably the most powerful anti-aging ingredient because not only is it self an antioxidant, but vitamin C also helps stimulate collagen. So what I love about it is that when you combine that with an energy complex, the skin's even more responsive to vitamin C. So that's, a, that's an interesting word you just use, responsive, because um, as a beauty editor, I've had many, many letters over the years saying, my skincare's not working anymore, or I'm not really seeing a difference. Right. What is that a signpost of? If someone's listening to this and they've invested in some skincare, but actually they're not seeing a real difference, what does that mean potentially? Two possibilities. A, it's possible their skin is, is lacking energy. Their skin is tired. The skin needs more pep to respond. And that's a different variable, a different biological phenomenon than the actual benefit that an active ingredient in their product was intended to work on. So maybe it stopped working mm-hmm. because it's similar to exercise. If you go to the gym and you're tired, you cannot get the same kind of robust workout that day as you do if you're fresh and, if you're waking up fresh and peppy, okay? Even though you, you do the same amount of time on the bicycle, the yeah. same concept. Um, that's probably it. The second possibility, though, is some products are designed to give an instantaneous benefit, a quick flash, and yet long term, the which is a different a different set of ingredients, a different variable, um, and so maybe they're just not getting the long term benefit, whereas they saw the short term one. So actually, if you think that your moisturizer is not working for some reason, 
it could be because your skin is really tired. And That's you right. Need to, so in the same way that you wouldn't go to a spin class every morning, you need to maybe care. Energize your skin. It's absolutely something that I think uh, this is the next frontier. It's, it's about giving the skin energy. Mm-hmm. It really does need it. And, and the results are fantastic, by the way. It's like, you know, again, if you don't see the results, then it's just not working. This is the emperor's new clothes. There's no such thing as some... Don't, you can't tell somebody this is good for you, and maybe that you can give them a vitamin and tell them a pill or some sort and say, this is going to make you healthy, and, you know, and they don't know the difference. But if you don't see the results and it's not working. And the results people are seeing with these products is so outrageous, so tremendous, that it's proof that this, there's something to this. How much time in the lab does it take to come up with a new product like this and to discover these, the battery pack and to figure out how you can stimulate it? This stuff, um, you know, a couple years really. I just, um, once I have an idea and it just, I, I, I have a great team and you just have to think it through. It's not, and then and then create the product, then do the trial and error testing, and the the synergies that exist between ingredients is, is a real science too. So, if someone's listening to this podcast and they're thinking, right, I'm going to head down to Selfridges or I'm going to look online, um, what would be your perhaps initial protocol if they're um, wanting to stem the tides of aging? Right. So. Think in terms of ingredients. I think that's the simplest way to go, okay? So what you want to look younger, to, to, have, your, to have your skin have a healthier look, to give, it, to give it back that glow and radiance, you need to peel. There's no question that that is, that is something that is a must. And then you need anti-aging serums, right? And there, the key ingredients are vitamin C and retinol. Okay. And what percentages? Because I think a lot of people get confused by percentages. Right. Because it is confusing. Well, I can tell you, and to look into percentages is itself confusing. Okay. And I think that is something that is misguided. And you can you can you can create percentages. And I hate to be you know so ne- I'm not negative, but I'm just telling the honest truth that you can pl- you can play with labels mm-hmm. so much. You can put in you can put an acid at at twenty percent on your label. But A, it's illegal, and B, you can put in, you can neutralize it with 18% of a base, and now you have net, net 2% of an acid, but you're allowed to put 20% acid on your label and make it sound like it's really strong, okay? This is true for everything, and certain ingredients are not meant to be used at high concentrations beyond a certain limit because they're natively irritating, and even if they are said to be high, it doesn't mean they're truly effectively high, Okay, so my whole thing is to maximize the amount of a concentration of ingredient so as to what's referred to as saturating the receptors. Okay. Okay. The skin has receptors for all these different ingredients. That's how come they work. That's how come they have biological activity. How much the skin can actually utilize per day is dictated by receptors that, that are like a lock and a key, the, 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 the lock is on your skin cell surface, and the ingredient itself is like a key, and when the two meet, the key goes into the, into the lock, turns it, and now you get the benefit from that ingredient. Mm. How many different locks are on the cell surface is the amount of receptors. The research I do is I want to give 100% sufficient amounts every day to saturate receptors. Okay, So it's not really a percentage thing at all. Right, okay. You know? So that's a rough guideline then. Right. Rough as in, um, not a rough guideline, as in it's a dodgy one. It's an inaccurate one. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's, 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 the, that's the truth to the science. And, and again, it goes back to the results. If you don't see the results, then it's not working. But if you do, then you know, you know if you're feeling good, it means you're doing, things on, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so seeing the results is, is a key here. Well, this is, I took this down from your website where it says providing dramatic results in days and long-term transformation over, um, over time. Right. That's correct. And that's, that's, that's how it works. Um, when you created the actual range, what was the, did you have a mission statement that you went into the lab with? When I created what? I'm sorry? When you created the range, when you first started creating the skincare. Oh, gosh. You know... 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I felt that there was just so much room for improvement and that there's so many ingredients that were untapped and that were missing the, the vital chemistry, mm. which is why, you know, I'm very fortunate to be a dermatologist seeing patients on a regular basis, working with their skin biologically, mm. and yet having a background in, in, in chemistry. So it's, this, it's a unique perspective. So my mission statement was, my mission in general is to create very biologically active products mm. that um, that just have completely different approach to um, to delivering these ingredients and how these ingredients work it's mm. just this is it's just how I think were you always going to produce um, skincare I never thought I would I was I was literally a cancer researcher at Sloan Kettering in New York City and doing melanoma research, and um, I was a real science geek, and I still am, and I say that proudly, and my kids call me the same, and so is my wife. I own that, um, but I love it, and I think that way, and um, I never thought in a million years I'd be doing this, quite honestly. Um, but, but the science I learned, the high-powered molecular science mm-hmm. I learned in that institution um, then I came out and, t- and became a dermatologist. And I looked at packages and boxes and looked at the ingredients, and I just said, wow, there is really very little going on inside this very fancy bottle with this beautiful box. Mm. And um, I just felt like I could do better. And the alpha-beta peel um, you know, was the first thing I did that really proved that, um, that a new approach to skincare was possible and, in fact, necessary. And then from there... Um, I created the retinol and frulic uh, line and now the vitamin C with the energy complex and I have a vitamin D serum. I mean, vitamin D is such an incredible vitamin. No one thought to use it as a topical product. I was reading about your vitamin D today, just about how, I think, when did did you launch it? Five Mm -hmm. years ago? That's right. And it was really great. It was, again, it was another pioneering move of having it in skincare. Right. Uh, what was the genesis of that particular? Vitamin D is so underrated. In, in It was to me because if you look at the research on vitamin D for the human body, mm-hmm. it is insane. It is absolutely um, in, indisputable how it is not necessarily just for bone. I mean, the, the amount of benefit it has is an anti-cancer protector, Alzheimer's, seasonal affective disorders for depression, um, heart disease. It is. It is. A, it is a hormone. It is an antioxidant, and it is a very, very um, crucial, crucial, essential vitamin. But on the skin, the data also. And, and you know, I do research, but I think that it's important to understand that I also look at the world literature, and in fact, I think that's important because, you know. I don't, I personally, for the consumer, again, advocating for the consumer, you know, I could tell you, basically, I did research on this, and I, I showed this, and I could be full of it, and having, trying to fulfill an agenda of my own, mm. and that's not research, that's not, that's not peer-reviewed research, that's not bona fide academic research. Vitamin D, when it comes to skincare, the amount of information and research that was proven to be true by independent parties, not myself, was so compelling, I just found literally something that was such a void in the industry not to use vitamin D. So it's an incredible anti-aging product. It's great for hydration. It's an incredible antioxidant. And the other thing is that, you know, why all these antioxidants? What's the story? Why don't you just need one and 
because they all fight free radicals in different ways. And you want to use ingredients, antioxidants included, that cover the scope of the different places you need them, Mm. different receptors, again, that you need to have filled in order to really get the best-looking possible healthy skin you can have. So vitamin D was an untapped receptor, to be really, Mm -hmm. like, very scientific about it. And that so, lock and key again. That lock and key thing. <laughs> so it was it was just something that was a missing link, and I just seized the moment to do it. And we talk about um, these antioxidants all fight free radicals in a different way. Yes. But let's just talk about um, a listener, and I've certainly done it before, where I thought, well, I need that, and I need that, and I need that, and I need that. How? When do you get to the point where you're actually overloading your skin and you're not helping? You know what? It's really easy. Just a couple of good products and you're set, which is also another big um, principle in my skincare line is I create multitasking products. I think less is more. I think you don't need to use eight different products. I heard today someone who uses eight products in the morning alone. Layering eight products. Layering eight products. Crikey. I, I, I kid you not. That's not necessary. And so you don't make, make yourself crazy as long as, and I put, and, and by the way, my labels, you know, if you look at them, mm. they're loaded with ingredients. I mean, I just, in one product, I will put six antioxidants. I do, I put ingredients that, that are going to firm the skin and brighten the skin and work on pores all in one product. That's why the peels are so radical, mm. so helpful, so important. And in the vitamin C product, you know, the energy complex, but plus vitamin C is in there and it's an essential thing. If you use vitamin C, if you use retinol, if you use a peel... If you use hyaluronic acid, you've got it. Okay. You know, and I think that, and those are the cardinal products in my line. And I think that, um, you know, and the sunscreen is very important. But it's not. You're right. It can. It's daunting, and you don't know when what what's enough. It's not that complicated, really. Okay. As long as if you create products for people uh, that gives them a lot of benefits and a lot of ingredients mm-hmm. in a single dab of a cream, you're going to give them beautiful skin, and they don't need much more. Okay, that's very interesting. So, um, again, another thing that I read was that one of the biggest mistakes you see in terms of people approaching aging was that they start too late. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the telltale signs of aging because I think people obsess about wrinkles, fine lines and wrinkles, but actually it's the stuff that happens before that, like the loss of skin tone and um, the the loss of radiance. Right. How can somebody know correctly when to start using anti-aging? Well, I think that there's no clear-cut time that one must start. I do think that if you're 26, I think it's appropriate to start thinking about it. I think you really start to need it between 26 and 33. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I based that on on scientific studies I've again not my own, but research shows that if you did a biopsy on someone's skin. Um, in their early 30s, that you do you do start to see breakdown of collagen before the wrinkle appears there. Yeah. So that kind of data is now pretty ubiquitous, and you, you kind of want to start in, in your 30s at, at the very least. So you want to start before you see the wrinkle? You certainly do, because they're starting. They're forming. Mm. And you're, you're much better off preventing or treating something than fighting the uphill battle to reverse it. It's just that way. Mm. So um, this is something that I, I really believe in. In your early 30s, definitely start. And you don't need to go crazy, but just use those ingredients that are really, um, I will tell you, that are very beneficial and proven clinically to work. And I think the other thing is that our environment's playing a bigger role in aging now, more than ever. And mm. I think that um, it used to be that, first of all, aging is a genetic thing. You know, there's just no question that Free radicals are formed in our in our skin, in our body, as a byproduct of respiration. So it is it is basically aging is a part of living. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no there's no getting around it. It's you can't separate that. Free radicals are formed by the metabolism of oxygen. Okay. So that's why the body needs more antioxidants, and that's why the mitochondria produces antioxidants, but it also has a limit to what it can do, back to that story. Sure. But now, you know, there's, I mean, here, I'm in London now, mm-hmm. and the water here is very hard, for example, mm-hmm. and that's because it has a high cal- a level of calcium and some heavy metals, and there's more pollution from buses out there, and there's more nitric oxide and carbon monoxide and, and 
and, and O3 and ozone and oxygen radicals. So all these things are aging us as well. So without any fanfare, quite honestly, I create in products, and in, in all my products I have chelators, which are going to help reduce the level of calcium, that's like the, the water softener. So if there's calcium that, that makes your pores look larger or makes your own oils instead of flowing like a, like a liquid, more like a wax, which is what calcium does to mm-hmm. lipids, um, it's going to help detoxify the skin of these heavy metals and calcium and, the, and free radicals form that, that, that come from the environment, those are also negated by all the same ingredients like vitamin C huh. and vitamin D and all these other ingredients you know, that, are, that are like the anthocyanins, which I put in my products as well. So environment's another important player. So mm-hmm. the answer to your question about when to start, honestly and unfortunately, I think now younger might be better because our environment's that much more of a challenge. Mm. But younger, um, and I say this because I had a letter from someone once who was in their late 20s and was using skincare for somebody in their 40s, 50s, because they were like, well, it just means that I'm, it's stronger, therefore it's better, and it's not, is it? Because that actually won't necessarily suit your skin type. Yeah. And your skin might just be not rejecting, but just not taking in yeah. a lot of those expensive ingredients. Well, you know, again... There's the human body is the human body, and the skin is the skin. So ingredients that what vitamin C does for someone who's 35 is the same thing it's going to do for someone who's 55. And so you want to use the same ingredients. It's like good a good a good nutritional diet is true for for any person regardless of their age because there are certain characteristics that are just universally true for the human race. Mm. Skin is the same thing. So as long as you find ingredients, it doesn't. It, it's regardless of your age, um, they're going to work. It's just a matter of finding the ones that are right for you and remembering the most important ones, and then creating a skincare routine for yourself. You know, and 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 I think that people make the big mistake of starting too late because makeup works so beautifully, but makeup is really nothing more than a way to just to hide your flaws, to camouflage them, and. But beneath that makeup, your your lines are going to get deeper, and your your uneven skin tone is going to get worse, and eventually your makeup's going to fail you. So it's important to understand the role skincare has mm. to younger looking skin. It's not just about covering it up to make it look pretty today, because it's really short sighted. Mm. Some of the people I know who have the best skincare, regardless of their age, between women's in their forties and fifties, rarely wear makeup. It's really interesting because their skincare is on point. Right. And so they feel very comfortable wearing very little makeup. I'm with you. I think that is the new trend too. I think that, um, at least I'm seeing this in New York City, that women don't want to cake on makeup. And I actually developed this mist that you can put on, you spray on your makeup to sort of make it set all over again and hydrate it. Because makeup can be rather drying. Mm. And makeup looks great in the morning, but by midday, mid-afternoon, it starts to look a little more caked on and yeah. it settles into the fine lines and wrinkles. So you can, you can enhance makeup. But the most important thing is to use to need it as little as possible to make the icing on the cake, yeah. not to make it the fundamental reason for your skin to look good. Because there's a lot of cosmetic treatments that are done at the moment, like squaring off eyebrows, making eyebrows look symmetrical. When you talk about facial symmetry, that's not what you're talking about, is it? Well, I think that's important too. Okay. I think symmetry is goes to um, the height of the brow and the shape of the brow. Um, I think the brow, brow shaping is very important. You know, I think that um, you want the eyes to look open. That's the main thing. And back to the Botox idea, one of the most important features I always tell people is the limit to how much Botox you can have, if even if you want it a lot, was that you must always keep the, the brows high, the eyes open, and if, you, if that means having a few more wrinkles in your forehead, so be it, so that the eyes are critical. And so the more bright and open one's eyes, the younger they're going to look, the more attractive they're going to look. And so shaping of a brow is nothing more than framing the eyes. Mm. And so I believe that should be symmetrical and op- add openness to the eyes. Speaking about ageing and pollutants and the environment, um, do you talk about lifestyle with your patients? I do. Because you talked about respiration uh, essentially causing ageing. Yeah. Um, things like yoga and breathing and meditation, does that come up as part of hundred percent. I really believe in that. I think, and, and again, you know, look, this is not opinion. I'll tell you the facts, okay? Um, facial muscles, when tense will 
increase the look of lines and wrinkles. It's going to um, make the, your, you look older. And, and things that meditation and yoga and relaxation methods and having an awareness of, of how to lead a life that has balance are all very important to looking younger and to looking healthier because the skin, our faces do carry a lot of tension mm. and our skin is an innocent bystander lying over those muscles where the tension exists. And the more relaxed and, and calm a person is, the more their skin's going to talk about eyes being open. They're not going to furrow their brows as much. They're, they're not going to have this tension in their, in their forehead. So their, their forehead's going to relax and their eyes are going to look more open. And then they're, they're just not going to have this kind of deeper lines that come with, with tensing the muscles of the face. So I think that all these things are as important as anything else if you're truly looking for um, a, a youthful appearance. I, I definitely talk to people about it. You know, and I'm in Doctor in New York City. I mean, that is the capital. Yeah, it is. It is the capital of stress. You know, and it's, you know, this is this is nothing new, um, and it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, very important relaxation. And do you feel like people's approach when they come and see you is slightly more holistic than cosmetic than it used to be? I think people are more open to it. I'm in a tough town, New York City. You know, <laughs> the biggest part of um, of of Relaxing is to make sure you you can budget it into your daily routine, which mm. is already packed for people. Um, and you know they 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 approach their exercise routine almost in a militant way. You know they just it's not a time to relax and to indulge and to feel good and to breathe. It's a time to get you know on that bike and spin off fifteen hundred calories in thirty minutes and and then get on with your day so you can yeah. get on that bus and get to work and get back home and on and on and on. So. There's, it's, it's a very challenging time and place, um, but I think that people are more open and the message is more clear, and I think that um, people are learning from their children, interestingly enough, you know, more, I think, um, you know, kids are born perfect until adulthood messes them up, <laughs> I think that's true, um, and so, and I hear a lot of younger people um, telling their parents to calm down and to think about things differently. So I'm optimistic, but I do think lifestyle makes a huge difference. I do. I would be remiss to have you sitting in front of me uh, with your background in skin cancer and not ask you about the importance of regular checks Yes. and the sorts of things to look out for. Mm. Do you have um, any kind of tips or guides? Um, yes. Go on. Okay. Please, please share. So here's what you're going to do, okay? First of all, understand that the only skin cancer that really kills is melanoma, okay? That's, and there's something called squamous cell carcinoma, which can hurt you too, but melanoma is really easy to detect. It's, it's really an opportunity to, to diagnose yourself, and what you want to do is you want to go online and you want to look at classic photos of the, what's called the ABCDs of melanoma, Okay. And actually, my website, my Dr. Dennis Dermatology. The links will be in the show notes, listeners. You can see, will be, um, we, we, you can look at photos and see what melanoma looks like. Every season, when you know that the season has changed, where you should look, do a self-examination in front of a, a, a full mirror, looking at the front of your body, and the best you can, looking at the back of your body, holding a hand mirror so you can see the reflection in the back, mm-hmm. Okay. And you're looking for moles that are black or brown that seem to be getting bigger. A normal mole is one that is round, okay? If a mole is scalloped, if it has uneven edges and one side is unlike the other, it's asymmetrical. That's a bad sign. Multiple colors is a bad sign. By the way, if a mole is elevated and bumpy, which makes people worried, that very often, most of the time, is fine. Melanomas start out as flat moles, Okay, so do an exam and look through your scalp. Okay, very important to do that too. Look through your scalp. Yeah, it's rare, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. And when you see a doctor, make sure they look through your scalp. Okay, a good body exam should take ten minutes. It's mm-hmm. not like you know, hello and be done. So, the other thing is to have an awareness and understand that the best treatment for melanoma is early detection and prompt treatment, mm-hmm. and. That's why you have to be proactive and involved. And if you if you have the number one risk for melanoma is having a previous melanoma. So if there's a listener who's had one, 
understand that that's the highest risk factor. The second highest risk factor for melanoma is a family history of melanoma. So you should really know if a member of your family has had it because that increases your chances and means that you really should get checked and be monitored. Okay. Um, and, th- and it's that simple. Sunscreen's essential. Mm-hmm. Burning is out of the question. Burns cause DNA mutations. And my motto to my patients is pink is the new red. Mm-hmm. If your sunscreen allows your skin to turn pink, even that is insufficient and you need to increase the strength of your sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Red skin we know. Burnt skin we know. Peeling skin we know. Those are all bad. Pink itself is also bad. Freckling is not cute. Okay. If, if your skin gets freckled in the sun, that is your skin screaming out in alarm saying that it's getting too much sun and you must increase the sunscreen because even freckling has been shown to be and uh, has been shown to be a risk factor in um, it, to getting skin cancer. Wow. Yeah. So that's melanoma. Another thing, squamous cell carcinoma, a little bit more challenging, but that's a patch of, of rough, reddish skin that does not go away. And it can be the size of, gosh, you know, anything from pencil eraser to larger. Okay, back to melanoma for a second. A pencil eraser diameter, which happens to be six millimeters, is a good gauge for a mole size. If a mole is bigger than that, take a closer look at it. I, I neglected to mention that. Mm-hmm. So, and the other type of skin cancer, similar thing, a pencil eraser or larger. And if you think, it, lots of times, squamous cell carcinoma looks like dry skin. And yet you can moisturize it and moisturize it. It doesn't go away. And it's, usually, it's, it's always going to be on sun-exposed skin. Not always, but for the sake of this, for the layperson listening to this, assume that's going to be in sun-exposed areas. Okay. And that's something else that should be evaluated. The third type of skin cancer called basal cell, more difficult to detect, but that doesn't kill people. Okay. So I think the message is for, the, is for melanoma and the other type of skin cancer is called squamous cell. And examine yourself. And don't rely on... Um yeah, sorry, not do rely on the ABCDs. Did you that's say right. it was? That's and right. That's right. And there's right. a link to that that we'll put in the show notes that heads yes. to your website. Yes, and it's just simply, um, and D is diameter. That's the, So it's A is asymmetry. Mm-hmm. You want If one half of the mole looks unlike another, that's abnormal. B is for border. The border should be a round circle. Okay, things that are benign are always going to be round and even. If the border is irregular, then that, that's an important change. C is for color. Normal moles are a single color. If you have shades of brown, shades of black, shades of tan, shades of red in the same mole, that that means it violated the color criteria. Not good. And finally, D is going to be for diameter, a pencil eraser in size. And any mole, finally, if a mole is changing, getting bigger, getting more regular in color, becoming more asymmetrical... Dynamic changes in a mole need to be evaluated. Okay. Okay? So just remember, ABCD plus change. That's so valuable. Thank you so much for that. That sure. is something I will be sharing everywhere. Good. That's such a That's good nice. rule of thumb. Now, finally, because our time is drawing to a close, you're going to be available in Selfridges. Yes. Everyone's going to be able to get their hands on your products. What else can we expect in from terms your skincare range from you? Well, you mean down the road mm-hmm. in the future? Okay. Well, you must be working on something. Oh, I am. I am. Um, well, let's put it this way. I'm working on devices. I think that, you know, that lots of skincare products use chemistry, uh-huh. but I think now more and more there's going to be a role for physics. And there's going to be certain light sources that I'm working on that are going to actually be used on the skin to impart even bigger and better benefits. And so that's coming down. That's coming down the road. I'm excited to say. Is it bright Um, neon orange? Does it hurt the eyes? No. For the listeners' benefit, Dr. Dennis's launch has been characterized by bright orange neon lights. Oh, that, yeah. (laughs) You know, orange is my favorite color, and that's the one thing. It's the color of hope and optimism, and I love orange. And that that was my whole thing. Um, Orange is my favorite color. So that orange stuff is, it's sunshine. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's energy. It's vibrancy. So I thought orange. And it was the first one to put in the package, by the way. And if you look out there now, a lot of copycats. But um, so the orange idea is my um, my inspiration. The um, but then but lights in general, we're going to be seeing devices. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. 
Um, I'm looking into other products for hyperpigmentation to treat it in other ways. And just like the energy complex that's in the new range of the vitamin C products, where I'm actually um, creating ingredients that work on a subcellular level inside the cell, like in the mitochondria, to be to work as an active ingredient, I'm actually looking to create ingredients that continue to work inside the cell on a microcellular level to give you even more targeted benefits. So that's going to be both a combination of new ingredients and what's called new delivery systems to the target. So it's like microsurgery to the cell of the skin to work on um, certain um, different issues that people have, and it's going to be um, even more opportunity there. Wow. Well, I urge all the listeners to seek out some of your product. I have to tell you about, um, I was recommended the uh, uh, the wipes with DHA in. Yeah. By fellow the glow pad. Yes, by fellow beauty editor and doyen Alessandra Steiner. Right. Went over to New York a few years ago. Headed straight, bought them. Fantastic. Right. They're the kind of thing that they're innovative. They're so interesting to use, and they really deliver. And they make your skin look beautiful. That you, <laughs> you really get this did. glow without the soup, without making look of self like a tanner. Mm. And that the magic ingredient in there is vitamin D. I didn't even tell you that. But the Glow Pad, which is coming to, to the UK, by the way, and will be at Selfridges. Yeah. Huge in the United States because you don't need to get, you don't need sun mm. to get beautiful color, nor do you want your color to look like you have like a deep, dark tan necessarily, right? So it gives you that beautiful sun-kissed look, a great glowing tan color that's natural for you. But what that, what the key thing there is there are ingredients that give you the color, but vitamin D has among its brilliance, another thing it does is it causes, we all make pigment that's not, it's only released when we're in the sun, but it exists in the skin in a preformed way, it's called preformed melanin. Vitamin D causes your own melanin to be released to give you that beautiful look. So the glow pad brings out your natural color without Mm. the sun. So it brings out that natural hair, you look well. That's right. And so that's what we call we call it a glow pad, not a self tanning pad, because there really is a difference. But and they don't smell like they've got tan in them as well. No, they don't. But they have vitamin D again that I didn't tell you about. But that's another amazing thing. Um, Again, data that I did not create. I didn't discover that, but it's been known to exist. I read it and said, but no one's utilizing this. So you know, and the mask that we have, the new hyaluronic acid mask, the blue mask uses algae, and algae is terrific. It's been known for years to be beneficial. There's now things that are called cold water algae, and I discovered something that is an algae that's grown in in a remote part of the world called called the Norwegian Arctic Sea, okay? Way north, just south of of, of, um, the Arctic Pole. And there's algae that you think, I would think, that algae needs hot, steamy water to grow. This is an amazing algae that grows in cold water, and it's, it's not green, it's brown. It doesn't use chlorophyll. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same kind of photosynthesis that, that the tropical algaes do. And it's, it has ingredients that are so novel and so great for the skin that this mask I created uses this Norwegian Arctic algae as a way to deliver hyaluronic acid. So you can put this, this on, it goes on as a gel, it delivers the hyaluronic acid as the gel hardens to a mask that you then peel off in 10 minutes. Oh, I love a peel-off mask. There's something so satisfying about it. Yeah, very nice. So, you know, and that was, um, that's a new product too. That's new and available now. Yeah. And I urge everyone to seek them out. Like I said, those glow pads, they come in individual sachets. I use them when I travel because I always look a bit dull when I get off a plane. Um, which is the key to the products, really, aren't they? They're practical, easy to use, and they deliver. Absolutely. As you have today, thank you so much sure. for being a guest on the Emma G podcast. It's been oh, lovely. Oh, is mine. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the show. If there's anything you'd like to ask, why not tweet me? I'm at Emma Guns, at E-M-M-A-G-U-N-S, on Twitter. Or you can send me an email at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And I just wanted to say a thank you to everybody who has taken the time to go over to iTunes and leave five-star ratings and reviews. Thanks again for listening, and I will be back next week with another very exciting guest. See you then. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat 
rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.